This is Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. So happy that you found us. Hopefully you're a subscriber already and this just showed up in your feed. If not, I would encourage you to subscribe to Life with Jerry Williams. New episodes come out every Monday. On this episode, I'm going to introduce another new recurring feature, How We Met. It's, it's kind of like a little romance to start off your week if you're listening to the podcast on a Monday. And uh, I have enlisted the help of Jordan Felice, an artist uh, that you hear on contemporary Christian radio, like the Joy FM, where I work, talking about how he and his wife, high school sweethearts, met and maintained a long-distance high school sweetheart relationship. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. But first, this week's good news. Now, it's the time of year, technically, by the calendar, it is still summer. And if you live, especially in the South, like I do, we're still seeing lots of humidity, lots of heat. It is summertime. But kids are starting to think about going back to school if they haven't already. Of course, with COVID-19, a lot of places still aren't sure how they're going to do school. They better hurry up because they're running out of time. But kids are either going virtual classrooms or some of them are actually even going into the classrooms. With that in mind, seasons changing, you know what's coming, right? Pumpkin spice season just around the corner. And Dairy Queen has announced that they have two pumpkin spice treats coming up. The returning of the pumpkin pie blizzard treat and their all new pumpkin cookie butter shake. Both of those will be available beginning on the 31st of August. Dunkin' Donuts and Post Cereals are teaming up for two new flavors. Two coffee-flavored cereals, Caramel Macchiato and Mocha Latte, and both of those are expected to be on grocery store shelves before the end of the month. And of course, after pumpkin spice season comes Christmas. And Dolly Parton has announced that she has a new Christmas album coming out. It should release on the 2nd of October. She calls it a holly dolly christmas and she said i wanted something a little cheesy a little cute a little pun and burl ives is a favorite of mine i had him on a lot of my christmas specials throughout the years and i wanted to do this kind of in honor of his song a holly jolly christmas but throw the dolly part in there on this album duets with people like miley cyrus michael buble willie nelson jimmy fallon from late night tv and others it's dolly's first christmas project in over 30 years Carrie Underwood also has a Christmas album coming out. It's her very first Christmas project that will be available on September the 25th. And this one is called My Gift. I've often made a joke about bears and how if you ever encounter a bear in the forest somewhere, you don't need to be faster than the bear. You just need to be faster than one other person with you. so that you can outrun that person and the bear will catch that person. Well, someone at the National Park Service has a dark sense of humor. They have obviously heard that joke and they posted on social media, I think it was on their Facebook page, a little safety warning tongue-in-cheek about bears. It reads in part, do not push down a slower friend, even if you think the friendship has run its course. Identify yourself so the bear knows you're a human and not a prey animal. We recommend using your voice, waving and showing off your opposable thumb means nothing to the bear. And at the very end of this message, P.S., we apologize to any friends who were brought on a hike as the bait or were sacrificed to save the group. 
you will be missed. And now this week's top B story, because I am a beekeeper and this stuff interests me. There's a 17-year-old girl from Greenwich, Connecticut, Raina Jane, who has come up with an invention to help save honeybees, particularly from the varroa mite. This is a pest that was somehow introduced to the United States several years back, and it has just been decimating honeybee colonies. Well, she did this as part of a science fair project and has been perfecting it ever since. Hopefully, it will be available soon for purchase by beekeepers. It's a special entrance to the hive that emits the naturally occurring pesticide thymol on the bees as they enter and leave the hive. And it gives just enough of a dose of this thymol that it doesn't hurt the bees. It's not absorbed by the wax or the honey in the hive, but it is enough to kill the varroa mites. In a lab setting with a three-week treatment, 70% reduction of the mites. I will put a link to Raina's website where you can find out more about this hive guard that she has developed in the show notes of this episode of the podcast. Are you ready for a little romance? Here we introduce a new recurring feature, how we met. We'll look at stories of how people met, how you met your spouse, how you met your significant other, romantic stories. What better way to start off the week if you happen to be listening to this podcast on the day it comes out, which is a Monday. Well, early last year, I had the opportunity to speak with Jordan Felice. He's a contemporary Christian artist. We play a lot of his music on the Joy FM. And I knew that Jordan was high school sweethearts with the woman who is now his wife. And I asked him about that. So here then is that portion of the conversation with Jordan Felice in our first entry into How We Met. Now, you met your, your, your wife as your high school sweetheart? Yeah, yeah. I mean, high school sweetheart is definitely the term. It's, it's a little different than, like, us growing up at the same high school. We, we actually dated long distance for about four and a half years. We met on vacation. Our families were both on vacation, and we met at the pool on vacation uh, when we were, she was, she was 14, I was 15, and her birthday was, like, the day after. It's kind of hilarious, the day after we met. And so, yeah, dude, we, we literally met and we literally have been together ever since. It's kind of crazy. We've been together for half of our lives, 15 years this year. That is crazy. So where was she from? She's originally from Chicago, and uh, I am from a small town in California called Clovis. So basically after a week of hanging out in Arizona, we uh, we both went our separate ways, and we talked every single night on the phone uh, for a year. And her parents and my parents were just so, like, kind of not okay with it. You know what I mean? They're like, who is this person? Like, what are you doing? You know, like, so finally, my mom, we went back to Arizona, um, which is where we're vacationing. We went back to the same resort the next summer, and Jamie's family the reason why they were there the first summer was they were on vacation, but they were also looking into moving to Arizona. And so they had moved. And so we were, we were a lot closer. And so our families, when I, when we came out, they finally, everybody got dinner and they were all like, you know, like, okay, 
these people aren't crazy. You know what I mean? Like we can let our son, let our daughters like be normal, you know, whatever, and not be freaked out by this. And so uh, that kind of started us dating throughout high school. And then uh, when Jamie was 19, she moved to California to my hometown. She started a job there and went to school there. And then uh, after she graduated, we got engaged and then we got married. And a year after we got married, I cut, like we both felt like Jesus was calling us to Nashville and we moved and here I am. That's <laughs> kind of that, crazy. That, even without the music part, man, that is an incredible story. But then when you add the whole musical element to it, you got there's a movie <laughs> there or something, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's pretty wild, man. It's it's been a it's been a really, really fun it's been a fun life, man. Okay, one more quick story from Jordan Felice, a contemporary Christian artist. We play a lot of his music on the Joy FM. I interviewed him over the phone back in 2019. And during that interview, I was interrupted by a text message. I just got a text message telling me that I should ask you about the green couch at Unity Baptist the last time you were in our area. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The green couch. That thing, I'll never... I'll never live that down for the rest of my life. It's hilarious. You gotta um, tell me the story then. So we, I, I'm trying to remember who. I think I was on tour with Matthew West. Um, yeah. We had gone back there, and we were going back to take a picture. And I thought there was like this old vintage green couch back there, and my parents had inherited a couch that looked very similar from my grandma, and they're they're like really cool looking. I thought, oh we should take a picture on this couch. And I'm pretty sure it was me. And there was like maybe somebody's daughter and like one of her friends or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I literally went to go sit down on the couch and the entire couch just shattered. I mean, it just completely fell apart. So I just sat down and the entire thing just flipped over and, and it was just amazing. I mean, I was like, what in the world? And, uh, yeah, like the entire time I was just telling everybody, I'm like, yeah, I had a giant piece of cake right before that. So I think that's maybe the Lord trying to get my attention or something. I don't know. Imagine what would have happened if Matthew Weston sat down on it. He's a little bit chunkier than you are, man. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it, it, I, yeah, it's absolutely hilarious, man. I really try to go out of my way to find stories of people who are making a difference right where they are, doing what they can do with what they have, even if it's just to make an impact on the lives of a couple of people. And I am still amazed, even though maybe I shouldn't be, I've been doing this for so long, at the ways God will work and the things he chooses to use to accomplish his purpose when we are open to being used by him, whether it's a pizza or a fishing trip to change and work in somebody's lives. About 20 years ago at the Joy FM radio station where I work, we did a contest called the Street of the Day. 
every day for a week or two, we called out the name of a particular street somewhere in our listening area. And if you happen to live on that street, you'd get a free pizza. And that was pretty much the extent of the contest. You didn't have to register or perform any kind of zany stunt. You just had to live on the street we picked that day and you could get a free pizza. Now, of course, you had to listen to us on the radio to hear the name of the street. Wasn't the biggest prize we'd ever given away. And I will admit, I wasn't really crazy about that contest. It wasn't terrible, but it really wasn't the type of big, flashy, big ticket kind of thing we were so fond of doing back then. But then something amazing happened. I took a phone call on the studio from a lady who was about on the verge of tears, but the good kind of happy, joyful, thankful tears. She'd been in her car worrying how she was going to feed her kids that day. Times had been kind of tough for her. The money was about gone for the week and she was nearing the end of a rope. And she happened to be listening to us when we called out the street of the day. And yes, she happened to live on that street. Now, if you have even just an ounce of cynic in you, I know what you're thinking because I've got about three pounds of cynic in me. How much difference could one pizza possibly make? Well, to this lady, it made quite a bit of difference. For her, it was much more than a pizza and something much closer to the miraculous than to happenstance that her street happened to be called on that day. For her, it was an answer to prayer and a reason to hang on to hope. By the time she was done talking, we were both crying. And as I retold her story to other staff members later in the day, there were more tears and a sense of awe at how God had taken something we believed to be so trivial and used it to accomplish his will and demonstrate his love. Well, fast forward about 10 years later, and we were doing another contest, the Summer to Remember. We had a couple of different prize packages built around making summer memories. And listeners registered on our website. Every couple of weeks, we did a random drawing, and then we started registering people for the next prize package. Pretty simple. Our first prize package was a fishing trip for a dad and his kid with a fishing pro. It was a nice prize package if you were a fisherman. We drew the winning entry and then tracked that person down on the phone. The winner was a 12-year-old young man named Colt. His mom and dad had divorced about three years before, so now Colt usually only saw his dad on the weekends. Oh, and Colt has three younger sisters, and all four of them would spend the weekend together with their dad, which left precious little opportunity for Colt and his dad, Steve, to have any one-on-one guy time. During the course of that contest, picking the winner and notifying him, having them come in and pick up the prize package, I got to talk with Colt a couple of times and, and got to meet him face-to-face. He was a fine young man. But if, if you know anything about 12-year-old boys, even the fine ones like Colt, then you know that they need, at least on occasion, the undivided attention of their father. Well, when we told Colt that he'd won... He said, I've been asking my dad to take me fishing for weeks, and now this, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Well, Colton, his dad, and the three sisters were in the studio with me the morning we announced the winner of another prize package in the summer to remember, and both Colt and his dad had a great time on that fishing trip. Colt caught over a dozen fish, and he had a day alone with his dad that I'll always remember. And once again, there was that sense of awe You know, you think I'd expect this kind of thing by now, but maybe it's good that I can still be amazed by God's mysterious ways, so much higher than our own ways, 
This kind of thing is what makes ministry so rewarding, hearing the quiver in a voice about to break from sheer joy, seeing the smiles on the faces of a father and son who love one another. And what awes me the most is that God is so merciful that he allows us to play a part on how he accomplishes these things if we're only opened to be used by him. And we have come to the end of another episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. And if your podcast platform allows it, give us a five-star rating, maybe write a review that will help other people find the podcast as well. In the show notes to this episode, I'll have a link to the website of that young lady, Raina Jane, who came up with that way of treating honeybees for the Varroa mites, if you're interested in that. And, and if you have an interesting romantic how we met story that you think other people might be interested in and you're willing to share, maybe we can connect, do a Zoom conference call or something like that. And I can share your story on a future episode of the podcast. Just email me. It's podcast at jerrywilliamsmedia.com. Next week, another episode of Life with Jerry Williams.